1: Hey, hey, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bob Brock. He's Damian Anderson, DA, in a swanky hotel room. Look at you, DA, all <laughs> fancy. As the Cardinals are gearing up, gentlemen, for their cut down to 53, and it already started today, which we thought we would get some news trickle out, but much to our surprise, they continue to chop wood at the cornerback position, Bo, and seem hell-bent on going in the season with the least amount of defensive backs possible as they have Patrick Mahomes on September 11th. Just
2: when you thought they couldn't get any thinner at the position, they, I mean, it's, they continue to chop away, as Johnny said. They cut a guy in Josh Jackson, former second-round pick, didn't pan out for Green Bay, and uh, you know he had a decent start to camp. He was like a mini-camp tryout caught on with the team in training camp, had some spots where he flashed a little bit, made a pick six in one of the practices or one of the sevens drills. And after that, we didn't hear too much from him. And uh, it wasn't enough to get him kind of become that six-round draft pick and make his way to the good graces of Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. Has the Arizona Cardinals searching, I would hope, for a new person to fill the void?
0: Uh Johnny, don't lose your mind. Relax. <laughs> Everything is going to be okay. You have Isaiah Simmons, who's a great athlete, and you have Zaven Collins, who has position versatility. So we don't have to worry, guys. We don't well, have to worry.
1: Zavin's going to play cornerback? <laughs> Isaiah's playing, I mean, playing I mean, slot
0: corner, according hey, to Bo. He's, he's hey, in the slot. They're, at, they're athletic, guys. They're athletic, right? More you can do. But, no, I think it's uh, concerning, the knee-jerk reaction as a fan, right, to, to know that there's – limited depth there, you know, limited playmaking ability and limited experience. Right. Bes- besides Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson, he hasn't been trending like we would think he would this preseason. With that being said, I don't th- I think that they saw enough from Josh Jackson, although that he's, you know, owned that second round draft pick position. He you know, we've talked about this with Andy Isabella. There's a certain level of expectation. You want to see a bit of a wow factor with that second round pick. And I don't think that they saw that enough, you know, saw that enough. I remember when you said it on the show, Johnny, and you were talking about him, cause I didn't really know much about him, but I'm starting to focus because he's a second round pick. Right. And we know that Steve Kime has had giving a resurgence to, to players careers. Right. So, and then I just saw him play and I'm like, well, uh, I mean, it may be for depth, but he wasn't it for me in terms of playing the position at a high level guys.
1: Yeah, and he was fine. I mean, but we've seen him have a pick six against Kyler Murray in practice, and nobody uh, uh, disagrees with the fact that the Cardinals' cornerback situation is not world beaters. I mean, we're high on Byron Murphy, but they have been honest and open that they would prefer to play him inside. Well, that's a pipe dream now. He's playing outside, I would presume. They've dogged on Marco Wilson every chance they've gotten. I don't know to motivate him this off season. So then you see, you know, Josh Jackson play kind of competitively this. This offseason, not every practice we're privy to. Certainly, we're not privy to every meeting. But to cut somebody that I think would would have been in the rotation, clearly, you have to have five cornerbacks that can play, that you can substitute, that guys are going to play some special teams on the back end of that group. But, I mean, they cut two players in their secondary. Jackson, I think we most all assumed he was going to make the team. He's out. Jace Whitaker is out, Bull Brock, And this is what they're left with today. Patrick Mahomes is on the schedule in 12 days. Here's the Cardinal current group at cornerback. Emma, if we've got the graphic number one, we've got Byron Murphy, right? Of course that we're hopeful can pick up where he left off last year. Antonio Hamilton based off cliff Kingsbury's comments is CB2. He's hurt. He's at the doctor. No one knows what his injury is. They won't (laughs) disclose it until next week. He did not travel with the team, presumably to Tennessee last week. So TBD on what's going on with uh, Antonio Marco Wilson is, we've all assumed he's going to play a lot, but they've given every opportunity this off to say, Hey, he's got to do better. He's got to do better. Well, he's CB2 right now. So by default, he's going to play. And then Christian Matthew, a seventh round pick who none of us knew when they drafted. Right. And he's had a, <laughs> a nice preseason, but he's been playing in the fourth quarter of preseason games and he's wearing an East Williams old number at 35 to, to boot. So, Bo, you look at that, that group, and it's like, how haven't they traded not one, but two corners and claimed somebody?
2: Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be wearing 35, actually, when the regular season kicks off. It's I hope a training not. number More respect on Aeneas's name, a guy who has a bust in Canton, just an absolute legend as far as the Cardinals go. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really intriguing what the heck they're doing. I don't know. The, does it give you any confidence that there's a plan in place, that they're just trust? I mean, last year they rode with their guys – that they had in place, right? They didn't go out there and make a move. They tried to bring in Malcolm Butler and see the, the reports where he got out played in camp and decided to yeah. hang him up instead of get demoted and then try to play again this time around and couldn't make it on the Patriots uh, roster. So, you know, w- what do the Arizona Cardinals do? Do they have a plan in place? You know, are the, were the reports, you know, from a couple weeks ago from your boy at 98.7 who blocked me, uh is, is that thing gonna finally happen is there gonna yeah. finally be a deal yeah oh,
0: i mean what's you're, the you're big you're a big deal bro Bo, oh, you're hey, a big deal you're a big deal what's
2: the should you're i be upset a that a guy deal. with with reports that i haven't even come to fruition is blocking me Stop
0: <laughs> it. i'm just saying that you're a big deal if someone went out of their way to, <laughs> to remove you from their life you're, like, a, you're a big deal Brock. You're a big deal. But guys, I think that it's more telling than we think. As you mentioned, Johnny, right. it being so thin, you know what they need at that position. Right. It's critical. And with some potentially draft picks and or trade bait, trade bait with guys like Josh Jones or Andy Isabella. I think it's you know, it's forthcoming. Right. In terms of what they're going to be able to do, what the, what what they're going to do. And it's going to be add some cornerbacks. To this roster and final fifty-three, and I mean, we've seen some last-minute. When's the, when's the deadline for this, guys? When's the deadline? I mean, the uh, deadline to tomorrow get to
1: at one. Yeah, and we're gonna do. Bo and I are gonna go live at I think two, and we'll have okay. that news. But like, I mean, even if they sign somebody, I, I still wouldn't feel comfortable about the, about this group until right like next next week. They like I have to get to next week before I assume anything's finalized and done. And we've got people in the chat saying Daryl Baker's on the roster. He's on injured reserve. He's not playing, so I didn't include him. They got an injury settlement with him. What you saw on that graphic is what they're going right now to, to go to battle with, week one against the best quarterback. But they're not playing the right itself. now,
0: Johnny, so we can right. breathe. Uh, we can two,
1: breathe. Weeks, two weeks to get, what, multiple ex- external corners up and running to go against that offense. And I know they all have Tyreek Hill, but, you know, they got Juju Smith and they got Sky Moore and you know H- McCole Hardman and they've got weapons. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are are playing with fire here. I don't know if they're trying to outthink the room. It's like when I think they something's already between I mean, your linebackers back to back in the first round.
0: Johnny, similar to what happened with Hollywood, I think it's something a brewing and it's not your stomach. I think something's happening already in terms of they've it's already worked out right. It's a it's a matter of timing and I think that they've already identified. Who the guy or guys are right, plural, and something's gonna happen. You're gonna relax a little bit, you know, not I mess won't. up the hair. Won't be as messy. It'll be, you know, <laughs> more stylish. It looks, yeah. it looks like you've stressed out a lot since I, this, since this is happening. Well, happened, I want to know what the plan
1: is, Bo. They don't have a plan.
2: Well, it's crazy because I mean, including Baker, uh, you've got three guys who have exited this roster at their thinnest position group. It, it's really wild. I mean, like it's not uh, you know where they they have a ton of depth. Elsewhere that they're releasing guys. The one thing I'll say is like when you look at today is that the day before final cutdown day. You yeah. see a lot of movement. Like you saw LaVisca Chenault go from Jacksonville to
1: Carolina and you can see you. Oh, I mean- breaking news. Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, the Arizona Cardinals. Breaking news are releasing outside linebacker. Devon Kennard is being cut by the Arizona Cardinals. According to Ian Rappaport. Bo Brock, you called it. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But this is Perian Ian <laughs> yeah, friend breaking. of the program. Yeah. Yeah. Devon Kennard, It was, was in penciled in as a starter, had a strong camp, but the Cardinals are going to give the young players more opportunities. Good for you, Vance Joseph. Yeah. Holy shit, the Cardinals yeah. continue to make to make waves. Did you have Canard off of your 53 proposal that we did on Friday, Bo? I did.
2: Yep, I did. Uh and I also post you know the preseason finale. Phone? Was that a source? It was not a source. No, are that just, was just me playing the numbers time, game. Though? But it, it does bode well, you know, with Joe Walker being rela- released You're today, the like Rain linebacker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not as good at uh, counting cards, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's as far as, you know, canard and it's just a, it's a stacked room. And I think you have to figure out, you know, who's going to be able to make an impact each and every week. And you can have a bunch of guys, but if you feel like you have, you know, five that you can roll with, then do it. What's the point of keeping a guy, you know, and canard costs nothing, right? Johnny. I mean, as far as his guaranteed money, it was pretty much, I'm going to pull it up here,
0: but guys, Uh, one one thing that's concerning for me, okay. You don't have, you know, we talk about just, we've been talking about all show with the defensive back position, right? And we know that they're young at the outside linebacker position with, with canard. But one thing that this team has struggled in the past with is stopping the run. And he was one of the better, you know, run stoppers for this defense. And to me, that's a big question mark. It's like, okay, are you going to, are you willing to, to risk the rookies to come in and battle that 17 game tr- schedule, the war of attrition, right. To have essentially a three guy r- rotation with junkyard dog, uh, Demon cagey and garden. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. really, that's really what it's going to be. And, you know, throw in, you know, Thomas or, or Sanders, but, I I don't know. I think that they're risking. I I understand it. I get it. I mean, John, as you mentioned, you know, his dad played for the team. He's a local kid. You always want to see him, you know, those guys flourish, but you get the business decision. But to me, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, because of the the depth and this conference and their ability, their opponent's ability to run the football, Bo.
2: Right. And I think that Kennard also became a casualty of uh, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, their ability to rush the passer, that they're going to kind of crack that rotation in in some different packages. But yeah, they must like what they saw from Victor Dumakeji, the six round pick out of Duke who flashed during the preseason, but now he's going to have to do it against live bullets. And then you've got guys like Gardeck, who is really not that solid against the run. He's more of a pass rush specialist. You really liked what you saw as far as Maje Sanders sealing edge and preseason ball. Cameron Thomas, we loved his final game in the preseason. So it must have been enough for VJ. And, and I got to imagine when it comes down to these calls, guys, it, it, it's, uh, it's Vance Joseph working in concert with, with Steve Keim as far as his personnel. And, and just felt like, look, you know, this is going to be a rotation. It's it's going to be a big big heavy rotation we want to get these reps to these young guys and really trend them the right direction by the end of the season so we don't
1: face another collapse like we have the last two years cardinals are going to have some dead money as uh jalen blair to in the chat because they restructured his they released him and they restructured so this is not a cap saving maneuver that would have been initially to cut him and then keep them cut they brought him back expecting him to make the team and I, he just was outplayed. This is a, this is a version of at the end of the day, a veteran guy who not who didn't make a lot of money was not worth to keep around. And that's as blunt as you can be. And it's a the NFL, Damon. You know this. It's a cutthroat league, and they're swallowing. I think one point eight million dollars in dead cap potentially on overthecap.com. dot um, and and they can they can eat some dead money. They they don't have a ton of it, but this to me speaks volumes to number one. Shit's gonna get figured out with Marcus Golden. You don't cut Devon Kennard if you feel like Marcus Golden's gonna be out. Probably gonna get him an extension. Hopefully, a quickie extension sometime soon. You saw Cameron Thomas kick kick the crap out of the Titans on Saturday. I know that was against twos and threes, but well. well yeah, I know, I know, but I just—I mean, I just one. He I... just
2: walked over the cornerback. There was <laughs> <Okay>. like nobody.
1: <laughs> Here's what. But they're they're with Devon every day, and they see the explosive of this in the young guy, and the future is now. And so I will eat, I will eat crow here, because I thought we were going to give Zayvon Collins Isaiah Simmons 2.0, but maybe just maybe a pass rusher, think less explosive. Who's got it? Who doesn't? It's good news for Dennis Gardeck, who I would assume. Bo and Damian probably slides into that starter role, at least initially on paper, right? He, he's probably your starter to, to begin the season against Kansas city. And then it's up for grabs. Like who's the hot hand, who's going to start racking up sacks on third down, who can help apply that edge pressure. But um, yeah, that, that was one move that we had alluded to, but then he played well against um, who was it two weeks ago, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore at home. And you thought to mm-hmm. yourself, he'll get this figured out. But as Hannibal says in the chat, it's going to be Cam Thomas, Maze Sanders, Victor Dumakeji, Dennis Gardeck, and Marcus Gold. There's your five outside linebackers. I think that position group is set. Uh, I think they'd be crazy to cut Victor Dumakeji now unless they've got somebody else in mind. To me, you you have to carry five um, outside linebackers because with the rookies, you just don't know. Um, and with Dennis Gardeck, being undersized, I don't know if I trust and, him and
0: his impact on special teams, Johnny. Like, I mean, really, I yeah. mean, that dude plays everything, and that's kind of how. Whereas Devon
1: he, does not play special teams,
0: correct? And that's why I like Duman Cagey potentially being the starter there because of Gardak. I think he'll come in maybe situational, right? Those pass downs, because that's where he's successful. And Duman Cagey's just showing that he's a, a monster and matured from you know last year to now. Uh,
1: we've it, got to be huge for here.
0: Steve Kime. Yeah.
1: Go ahead, Bo. We've got the tweet here uh, from Ian Rappaport. Emma's got this pulled up, Bo.
2: There it is. After drafting two outside linebackers, pretty much what uh, what Johnny was talking about. Devon Kennard, it's penciling as a starter, strong camp. But the Cardinals are going to give the young players more opportunities, which, you know, I, I think this fan base has been pounding the table for guys. I mean, this has got to be kind of a breath of fresh air unless they're going to go out there and, and sign somebody, which I don't think is going to happen. I mean, if they're no. going to make any additions, it's going to be in that defensive
0: secondary Maybe even an old familiar face we'll get to that a little bit later.
2: But best uh, believe,
0: guys, like if no one signs Kennard and there's an opportunity for him to come back to this team, he's gonna get that check. You know what I mean? He's not far. You know, he's a local kid. He's gonna let me throw something
1: out there. Let me throw something out there. What if what if they're talking to the Chicago Bears and there's a Josh Jones, Robert Quinn trade to be had? I, I know they're saying they're playing the young guys. Could could this because mm-hmm. we talk about Josh Jones. He's not playing. He's not starting. He's a hot commodity right now. I had an engagement with a Cowboy fan, writer before the show, about, hey, goddamn, Josh Jones is looking good. His preseason has been on fire. Is that a move that you'd be for or against? Josh Jones straight up for Robert Quinn to the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. I, That's a win-now move, and I, I wouldn't hate it at all. Even though Robert Quinn's older, one-year deal, and Jones is cheap, I think that's the kind of move that would make some sense right now.
2: I, I just don't think it would happen just because of uh, the kid out of Oklahoma State, Tevin. Um, why is his last name escape me? Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, that they're shopping him already. I mean, why would they bring in another kind of raw tackle? Uh, if they're trying to already get rid of one. I mean, well, I, I,
1: I don't, I don't think... better than Tevin's. And he's yeah. three years into the NFL. But, but, and, he,
0: and guys, and they're in the chat just blowing that up. Like, they just want to go young, go young. But you're going for possible unknowns. I, well, I want why, an ass-kicker right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's I like, agree, why, would, yeah.
0: why, why would you get rid of Canard and get Robert Quinn? And it, the answer is simple, guys. Production. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Robert big Quinn time. had, like, how sacks did have last year? <laughs> yeah, I'm not I mean, saying right? I've
1: heard that that's happening. I'm just saying that's a move that would... There is not It'll a place sense. for Josh Jones to start this year. And I know you need depth, but Cody Ford can play tackle. And when Justin Pugh is healthy, Justin Pugh is starting at left guard. So maybe this is a precursor of saying, we've got our swing tackle. His name is Cody Ford when Justin Pugh is is healthy. And Josh Jones, I listen, I have nothing to go off of this. It's just interesting you try to connect the dots because you're going to roll into the season now with nothing proven opposite Marcus Golden. Dennis Gardeck has never played 17 games, in his life started at, at, at an NFL level. Victor Dumakeji was a six-rounder. Give him credit. He's balled out. He's going to probably make this team. And then you've got two third-round rookies. One of them played at San Diego State. One of them played at Cincinnati. Now, granted, Cincinnati was a Final Four team, but, but still, I just to me, there's we've talked about that position group all offseason, and outside mm-hmm. of the, the two third-round picks that they spent – they haven't done anything to address that position. That was when in March like, "Get a pass rusher, get a pass rusher," and they never did. And now you just released your starting edge rusher opposite Marcus Golden that you took time to bring back. Who by he has had a he has had a bad camp. I, I don't know. I crazier things have happened where the Bears themselves, you know, Justin Fields looked damn good over the weekend. You got to keep him upright and protect him. Why not take a step back defensively to take a step forward offensively with Justin Fields?
2: Yeah, I just don't think it's a it's a match as far as Jones for Quinn. Could he be part of a package? Sure, but they're going to be looking yeah. for draft picks. They're going to be looking for picks. And, it, and look, it, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in pursuit of, of Robert Quinn. I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense that, you know, why the Bears would part ways. And if if they do, Zona Cardinals should be one of the ones picking the
0: phone, making calls. And Fields needs but, receivers too, so... Possibly Andy, Josh Jones, Deal.
1: Yeah, now we're talking DA. Hell yeah. (laughs) Now we're talking. We got a lot of stuff. This this show's already hot and heavy here, and we're excited about it. I got to get a read in, though. And the wait is almost over. You guys can feel the intensity. The new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Get $200 in free bets instantly. It's our best bet on DraftKings. I love it so much. I did it last year when I signed up. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, cards, money line, cards, what, minus three against Kansas, or excuse me, plus three against Kansas City. That can be your bet today if you haven't signed up with DraftKings yet, which is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, gentlemen.
2: I'll, I'll tell Jordan here in just a second why Robert Quinn still helps the cornerback situation. But I got to tell you that this Wednesday, just a couple of days away from now, it's our last Wednesday here for PHX at 4 Pete's, August 31st. We're hanging out all day long Coyotes, Bets, Suns, Sun Devils, us, the Cardinals, and then the D backs taking us home. That cleanup. Speaking of last Wednesday, we're announcing the next winner of our Toast of the Month Sweepstakes. That means one winner will get a $50 Four Peaks gift card, PHNX shirt of their choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Just go to gopHNX.com. You still got time to uh, get into the sweepstakes. Click the link in the show notes. It's on our YouTube channel here. Thank you for everybody tuning in. If you're going to enjoy that delicious nectar that is Four Peaks beer, you got to be 21 years or older, enjoy Responsibly, let's continue this conversation. I mean, Robert Quinn would just be a complete game changer for this defense. And it's because, you know, what we were talking about pre draft with damon it's when you get a stout front seven, you get pass rushers that can pin their ears back, it makes those corners, it can elevate their game. You can take yeah. pedestrian to below average guys and they can cover enough. We've
0: seen this model work already. And the Los Angeles Rams did it last year. And I yeah. keep beating this drum with Von Miller. I mean, when you got, when you have two dominant pass rushers, it's a game changer. It has a residual effect throughout the whole entire defense. And with a team so heavily leveraged offensively, right. Right. We talk about that where the game is going to be what, you know, 45, 42 every week. And I mean, to me, just as Bo, well, I, I think maybe it was in the chat or, or Bo, you said it like Gardak hasn't played even 17 you know, full full games right at that position. He's playing special teams. You know, uh Duma Kegey, a young talent, but 17 games, right? Like I think that are they okay at that position? Are I mean do you feel like five is enough? Or and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm agreeing with the chat as well. They have to go cornerback, it's a priority right now. And I think it's already happening with the release of you know uh Josh Jackson, whatever, you know, what mm-hmm. uh yeah. The guy from yeah. Iowa, yeah, with releasing mm-hmm. him, I think it's already a matter of time, but I don't know how I feel about that D-line with the run opponents and, and how they struggled against the run.
1: I'm concerned that there are so many moving parts right before you play at Kansas City, and you're potentially talking about bringing in a lot of external names, and you're, you're entrusting a lot of guys who haven't started NFL games before. Like, you know, Rashad right, yeah. Lawrence, he's a new defensive tackle that's going to be starting games for them. Zaven Collins has not started... Against Kansas City before and barely played last year. Nick Vigil's a new starter, right? They're gonna have a new starter opposite Marcus Golden, whomever that is, Gardek, Dumakey, somebody else. This the cornerback room is a hot mess disaster right now of just mixed bag rookies, veterans, free agents, trades potentially. So I and this is what I've said from the beginning. And I'm okay with all of that because of the fact that number one, you're gonna play the younger guys, and number two, you're gonna see what works and what doesn't. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to pile on the guy. I have watched Devon Kennard play for this franchise for the last two years. He does not work here. It did. It never worked, right? They, they, they signed him as soon as they could because he got cut from Detroit. That should have been the one glaring alert. Like, probably not the best move if he's cut from the Lions. And then they tried to play him outside linebacker, a position he'd never played before in a 3-4. He'd always been a 4-3 will outside linebacker. And so it just, it wasn't, it wasn't a wise decision. They traded for Marcus Golden mid-year, the first year Devon Kennard was here and benched Devon Kennard because he couldn't play in this defense. And so I, I, I also think it's a little bit egregious Bo and Damian that you went the the entire off season and gave this guy valuable reps knowing that it it probably wasn't a good fit. I just hope it doesn't stunt the growth of some of these younger players that, Hey, maybe we should have been running with cam Thomas all along, or maybe Majay Sanders, he forced the issue early. We should have moved off of him, but as long as I – Dylan, and I apologize. I I, I love D- Devon Kennard the human being. Supposedly a great guy. He's going to do very – he's going to be very supposedly, successful. Bro, you hear that? Off the field. I love him supposedly. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. I, w- I can't get this out of my brain. I just drafted Rashad Penny in, in fantasy football in two different leagues. I watched Rashad Penny open up a can of whoop-ass against the Arizona Cardinals in Week 18 last year. And what was – the final play of the game, where the Cardinals had to get a stop to get the, the ball back to potentially win the division, Devon Kennard had an open shot at Rashad Penny and couldn't couldn't bring him down. And that was Rashad Penny's what like sixty yard touchdown run. He had one hundred and eighty plus yards that day. I that has been embedded into my brain of just this guy is just not a good fit here. He'll get picked up by somebody else. who will be on a roster. He'll ha- he'll make millions of dollars outside of football. I'm happy for him. I need ass kickers and say what you want about Chandler Jones. Even when he wasn't piling up a bunch of sacks for this team, he was getting pressures. He was, t- he was getting the respect of opposing offenses. Cardinals don't have that right now. Somebody better step up. And I'm all for like trial by fire. Gardeck this week doesn't work out. Do McKay next week. How are the young kids coming along? But I did not want to repeat the same thing time after time, Bo with a guy in Gardeck that the jury's it's out. Okay. He's just not a good fit here.
2: Bernard is not the good fit, right? I mean, that yeah. to wrap up your... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. In, in Gardeck, you're hoping he's the guy that... I, I think it's, it's going to be a rotation, no, no matter how you cut it up. It's not going to be just Gardeck's job solely and then do McAgey's sprinkle in there and you figure out which guy is more uh, you know impactful against the run. And what the Arizona Cardinals really want to do is they want to create negative plays on first and second down. Those are their pressure downs, and they're looking for guys that can do that Uh, you know, and then guys that they can rely upon as far as making those tackles, like you're talking about Johnny against big time running backs. And they just feel like, look, we've, we've got guys who are similar profiles and and we just don't need, you know, he's canards, the odd man out. We feel like, Hey, he can go and he might be able to catch on somewhere else, or he might just say, Hey, it's time to hang them up. I had a good career. So I, I think probably both sides are a little bit more comfortable with this. Canard, you know, he was very, uh, very candid as far as where he was. He liked this room he was a part of. But I'll tell you this, in training camp, in, in practice, there wasn't like an overwhelming like uh, amount of snaps given to any of these guys. I mean, everybody was getting in there and it was, it was a solid rotation there. So there's not going to be somebody that's just going to be too green uh, going into this. Like they, all these guys are going to be ready. Uh, and, and it's just going to be kind of the old B.A. next man up mentality. It's just uh canard. It was kind of his to lose. But really, like he was on very thin ice even when he was really kind of did he ever was ever given the job. He was
1: brought. No, back, but, but, but. I, I, it feels like he was it, the guy by default because right. of the fact they didn't make another move. D.A. But I, I do think it was the play of these young these young players, Duma KG and Maze Sanders and Cameron Thomas in particular, that forced gm steve kimes hand assuming they don't go out and get a robert quinn
0: for sure most importantly it was duma cagey for sure but when we saw canard play that second game against baltimore those couple of snaps he looked good him and gardak in the game at the Mm -hmm. same time you know i think we talked about it post game and he looked good i mean he stopped the run he, he was able to apply pressure everything that you wanted to see it was good quality snaps but they see something different, right, as, as we yeah. talked about. They're going, you know, by, by outside linebacker, by committee, and who's ever probably, as Bo said, you know, sit best suited for the situation, whether it be run or pass, are going to get the majority of those snaps. And I like it. It's going to breed co- competition. But the only concern that I have is just lack of experience at that position. And this yeah. game is brutal, right? 17 weeks taking care of your body and to, to put a lot of that onus on – you know, 40 percent of that responsibility on two rookies who's never played, you know, 17 games. To me, that, that's just a lot. And given our problems in the past with stopping the run, John, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah, it's concerning. But, I, you know, I feel a little bit better. You watch Sauce Gardner and I know they're not the same caliber of player. But these guys on the Cincinnati team from last year are making their mark in the NFL and Maze Sanders was the talk of camp. And he just get a little bit more experience, put on a little bit of weight. I think he is going to be somebody that probably steals this job eventually. Um, I also think that I just tweeted this out. We know why Victor Dukaj did not play. Guys, we're getting we're,
0: we're getting we're getting yelled at in the chat. So I want to make <laughs> what are we what are we
1: getting yelled at for? What else? They, is they, they want
0: us to talk corners, but I want to ask you guys because I know that you guys are you know the heartbeat of the league and everything that's going on. Like, what do you think p- potential opportunities, guys, for like a solid trade for a corner with maybe a new coach, right? Or potential like maybe a a blockbuster type deal excuse me do you think that that could happen are there there any potentials Bo Johnny we tried to
1: figure this out Bo like who could they trade for a cornerback and I think the best option we got was Marcus Peters because he's coming off injury and it's got a new defensive coordinator but I don't there's no cornerback like a Jalen Ramsey that's with a faltering losing franchise that wants out I can't Marcus Lattimore was extended this offseason you just heard uh, Dan Campbell say that their kid, what's his name, that they took third overall that was heard from Ohio State. He's a starter for them. Teams are not trading one or two top cornerbacks on the roster 12 days before the season, vote.
2: Yeah, uh, Devon Coddard just tweeted, uh, retweeted, Rap Sheet's tweet of his release, and he said, cold world, and he's got the emoji, cold. Uh, See what God has in store for me next, and then the prayers uh, the hands praying. So Devon Kennard, uh, so the he consummate he professional.
1: Tweeted out our show. I thought he was going to come fight me or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, he might do that next, but uh, no. I mean, DK <laughs> is, uh, is taking it, uh, you know, in stride, and and we'll see what what is up next for him. If it's it's playing professional football, or if it's. You know, he, he's a guy that was uh, has a very entrepreneurial spirit and is out there already in like the real estate world and stuff like that. Be so, fine, guys, he'll be fi- fine. Absolutely. Absolutely, talk about corners, he Bo. Let's talk about corners. But let's yeah. let's get into. I mean, as far as the yeah, we we searched our, like all over the place for for potential fits and like a couple of the guys we looked at. You know, it would be a mess for their current team to take on cap wise stuff that didn't make sense. You know, the William Jacksons with the Commanders or Griffin with Jacksonville and. It would just it would cost their current team a ton of money that I don't know if they're willing to part ways with just now. Uh, I mean, you, you got to start to look at the the bargain bin. You got to look at the vets that are still available. I think Robert Alford, that's always in play that he could sign tomorrow and immediately step into this this starting lineup. But you know, there Why was hasn't one guy that happened from, yet. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I I keep on following Guys, on but social. What's
0: concerning too, like for me, is like if they do get like a a solid corner from another you know. Team, demonstrates that knowing the importance of the corner position, it kind of demonstrates that they're, you know, they're not planning to win right now. So I think that to me, it's like, it's it's scary a bit to know the climate of the league, right? For these, for this type of trade to happen right now, right? For a team to lose a quality corner bow, Johnny, right now in the season, I think the fan base would automatically assume that we're trying to tank. We're not trying to win.
1: We've been saying that since Mm -hmm. early August. Like I didn't, I don't think it is, feasible to go to another franchise the other 31 franchise and say give me a legitimate corner corner is a top three to four position in the nfl and t- like maybe mid-season when teams like this is not our year what about atlanta I mean, what about atlanta what they got a corner? no well they no. got the, one of the best corners in aj terrell but they, they he's not available he's in his what right. second or third year um mm-hmm. and i think that outside of robert alford like, why aren't they working out Joe Hayden? Why aren't they working out a bunch of these free agents? Probably because they think that they're not worth working out, which is crazy to me. So I do think they trade for a corner, um, but who that would be, I, I've no, I've no. I, it's it's not even worth guessing at this point because it's so laughable. They're they're out of they're almost out of corners on their active roster, and they need to sign multiple. They need to <laughs> they need to claim one. They need to trade for one. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating to watch, gentlemen. People are saying in the chat, I saw this comment, uh, a vet signing is on the horizon with DK Cut, right? I think the opposite. I think they're going to play their young players. Uh, outside of um, somebody like Robert Quinn, the Cardinals have had ample opportunities. But there were a ton, unlike Corner, there were a ton of free agent pass rushers that they could have had this offseason. A ton of them. And they didn't have any interest in anybody. Could have drafted George Karlovkas at 23. I think they, 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 they like the kids that they have. And I also think they're going to pay Marcus Golden. And so they're going to hedge their bet on on what's in-house. And here's what I will say. Vance Joseph has always been able to get edge pressure, whether it's Hassan Reddick or Chandler Jones or Marcus Golden. He does a nice job. And I think that that group is going to produce. It'll be a hodgepodge of five to six guys coming up with, you know, 30 to 40 sacks. And I think it'll be a nice mix. What I don't feel confident in right now, gentlemen, is that there are, three to four capable corners on this roster, helping this team get to where they want to go, and that's the postseason again. I have watched this Cardinal team load up offensively, and rightfully so, but they play so many elite quarterbacks this year. They play Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford twice and Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr, and and they're going to go to bat with, I like Marco, but he he's had a rough camp. Byron should probably play inside. That's it. That's what they got going right now. It's it's just, yeah. it's a scary place to be for Cardinal fans, you know. If he's got an ace in the sleeve, now would be a hell of a time to pull out that time time signing, bow that we have not seen yet this off season, by the way.
2: Yeah, and I see ninety one Claycomb come up with a couple ideas. Jonathan Jones is a guy who plays kind of in on the inside; he's kind of a slot corner. But I think at this point, you take anybody a you know, warm body. You know, it doesn't matter that you want Byron Murphy to play inside or outside. You you take a guy who can just play corner in this league and you know, maybe, maybe you pick up the phone and and talk to Bill Belichick and say, Hey, we got that guy that you probably scouted at UMass a couple years ago. He, he, he was on full display this, uh, this, this preseason, but yeah, I think that they need to, uh, I think now it's, you can't just kind of look at what you want Byron Murphy to play. He can play outside. You know that, but you you know, he's more comfortable inside. You get him, you, you mix You've got Isaiah Simmons in the mix. If you can add one and a half, two corners to this mix, you feel a lot more comfortable in the next 13 days leading up to the season opener against, against the chiefs. But, you know, it it just seems like we're just in the hurry up and wait mode. It's, it's been a long, it's been a long off season. It
0: feels feels like we're in the 10th round of fantasy football (laughs) and you don't even know who the hell to pick. You're like, "Ah, you're just going through like, "Ah." Oh, he's taken. He's t- And that's what it feels like with the Cardinals finding defensive back. Like you said, like what's out there, what's available. And I just kind of go to humble, I think humble rumble in the chat. He said that uh Isabella looks like he grew up a Cardinals fan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could not be a more truthful statement. I hope it works yeah, out. We've gone well, here's like, far. Almost yeah. 40
1: minutes. We haven't even talked about Andy Bo. Well here's what
2: I'll say. I mean, it's during the season last year, you saw the aggressiveness aggressiveness with Steve Kime. He goes out and gets Zach Ertz, right? But then it's pretty quiet after that. But you see guys like Stefan Gilmore move from the Patriots, the Carolina Panthers, Von Miller, as we talked about earlier. Like, you can't be out on those deals anymore. You have to continue to be aggressive, like Michael Bidwell anticipates his general manager to be in the next coming weeks and beyond that. So uh, you know, it's it's nice to hear, but, you know, actions are going to be a little bit bigger than words here. We need to see a move soon, I think, for this team to prepare for, you know, one of the most potent, if not the most potent passing attack
1: in the entire league coming week one. Uh, familiar face uh, tweeting back and forth with the current Arizona Cardinals. So we got word before the show that Tony Jefferson had been cut by the Baltimore Ravens. He plays safety, doesn't play corner, uh, probably not... Great in coverage, but has always been uh, a quality player and uh, Cardinal fans very fond of his time in Arizona. Uh, we've got this tweet from earlier. This is Hollywood Brown, his former teammate in Baltimore, uh, doing the wave emoji for our audio listeners uh, at Tony Jefferson, who did the smile, <laughs> kind of half smile uh, gif there. It's and, a smirk, uh, smirk a Johnny. Spark, yeah. It's a smirk. I would not hate Tony Jefferson back because of the content alone. He is one of the realest dudes. DA, you've got a relationship with him. Um, hey, shit, if they're going to play Isaiah Simmons in the slot, you need another safety, right? Bring on Tony Jefferson.
0: I mean, think about it, guys. Isaiah Simmons in the slot. You got Xavier Collins at outside linebacker. <laughs> I mean, we saw him line up there, Bo. You know, we, yeah. we saw him line up at defensive end, outside linebacker in this defense. So I think that that probably played a part in Kennard, you know, the, the Cardinals relieving canard of their duties. And yeah, Johnny, I just I don't know. Like I I don't I don't know if it's necessary at the safety position. We definitely need a corner, bro. Like, and that's period point blank. We're past entertainment purposes. You need quality dudes that could come in here, play the game at a high level, and compliment that offense. Man. Uh I'm looking to be
1: entertained, and uh, the best way to do that <laughs> is to have some good furniture to sit in. So we're excited for all of you to check out how our friends at more furniture have hooked up the entire PHNX new office, which is still under construction. You'll see it soon enough. New studio, new furniture, the whole nine yards. And if you're interested in checking out Moore's Labor Day sale, all you got to do is visit morefurniture.com. And speaking of events, gentlemen, we have a tailgate extravaganza that I want to plug right now when the Cardinals play the Kansas City Chiefs. We will be live at the Westgate in the Valley. 20 bucks. All you can get in four peaks, beer, be there, come party with us. We want to hang out. We want to talk shop with you. We want to talk ball. Bo will be there. I'll be there. Damian, Frank Sanders, going to have a great time kicking off the NFL season before the upset win against the Kansas City Chiefs. But before you come, do me a quick favor. Everybody be happy and healthy. Go get a COVID-19 vaccine. They're free for everybody five and older. Those 12 and older are also eligible for a booster. All you got to do is visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you.
2: And I've got some i have got just some awful, awful breaking news for Johnny that I'm going to drop on you guys in just a minute. But I want to tell what? you about
1: more free Ooh, stuff. More nice free
2: stuff. Geez, oh, I, don't like right I don't like that at all. Well, I don't like that. Hang on. Dude. Let me just tell you about some more free stuff from our friends over at OG's Brands. They've got you the Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. One winner. We'll see if... Receive three bags of their incredible gummies, including orange, cream, sickle, their tropical flavors, and OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up right now. Go to gophnx.com. Click the link in the show notes. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on IG at OG Brands. You can find their products, your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older. Are you ready, Johnny? Are you sitting down? Are you going to be able to handle this one? It's, uh... just, it's just rough news for you because you are what many would call the ultimate Chris Strebler stand. Chris Strebler oh has been no. released from <laughs> the former Arizona Cardinals quarterback has been released by the New York Jets. Just I'm sorry, don't resign not him,
1: roster. Steve. No, 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 no. No temptation to get him back here with his noodle arm. I like the Cardinals <laughs> quarterbacks now. Thank you very much. I never want to see Chris Strebler. Great. He played well for the Jets. Look, he got his ass cut. I'm sorry. He's not any good.
2: Hey, can we uh can, speaking of noodle arm quarterbacks, can we can we talk about the funny news within the division?
1: Yes. Crazy. Oh, oh yeah. We're here to grade dance. Crazy.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> saw this little nugget from the newsbreakers in the NFL Schefter and, and Ian Rapport that the 49ers have negotiated and restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's deal after Jimmy G was expected to be traded. They were just yeah. trying to figure out what how high of a, you know draft pick they were going to get two
1: twos. remember that
2: <laughs> we're getting two right. twos in march but jimmy g his agent who deserves an absolute raise and is probably the the goat right now in the league he got his guy a one-year restructured deal with a no trade clause and a no tag clause come next year so they can't franchise jimmy g after the year and he gets worth seven million dollars with a max value of 16 million dollars jimmy garpa lol unbelievable that the 49ers back. how are you feeling about those who've maybe drafted trey lance in your fantasy football leagues are you feeling comfortable that he's gonna you're gonna get a full season out of him
0: uh it doesn't look good guys i think that they saw trey lance perform in the preseason like wait wait a, wait a damn minute guys call jimmy over here and let's work something out you know what i mean like they they know what it takes, and Trey just—they've seen the other young quarterbacks throughout the NFL just have some success right throughout the preseason. And we didn't really get a lot of that from Trey. And I think it's more question marks than answers. But you have some depth, you have experience, you have a winner in, in Jimmy G, and I think it makes sense, guys. Right? I mean, they're eating—they're—they—I don't know what the saying is, but they're—they're they're eating it right now. Right? In terms of. Moving on from Jimmy G, and it makes the most sense to keep him right now due to the oh inc- God, that inconsistency producer, producer at, the position, at the
1: position from Trey Lance, guys. It is Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, and here's what I will say. <laughs> uh, do not. Kyle Shanahan's going to go in front of the media tomorrow, and he's going to downplay all this. Do not listen to a damn thing they say. Actions speak louder than words. The San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, no, deep down, the Trey Lance cannot play. He just can't play. He's just a guy. They made an egregious mistake not taking Justin Fields or Mac Jones. They talked themselves out of it. They wound up with this kid. He is—he may never be ready, but he's certainly not ready now. The Cardinals, he was awful. I was at that game at State Farm Stadium last year. He's an athlete playing quarterback right now. He's got under 400 attempts since high school. He, he cannot play for a team that has – listen, I'll be the first to admit. Niger's got a really nice team. But it doesn't mean shit when your quarterback can't complete passes. You think Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle want to catch passes from a guy who's going to be under 60%. The Niners, the brass, they know it. They overplayed their hand. They thought they were going to get a bounty. And then they watched Trey Lance all summer and this preseason. He looked like garbage in the preseason week four. And they called up his agent and they got on the phone and they told everybody, hey, let's let's work this out. Because you know what? Week eight, week nine, we might have to pull the ripcord on this little experiment. Uh, Cardinals have been in the news for all the wrong reasons this off season, but at the end of the day, you could always take solace gentlemen in knowing that Kyler Murray could play quarterback. The Niners are the darling of every draft. I love draft Kings, the draft Kings. They have him way too high. The, the power rankings, MVP rankings. It was Trey Lance extravaganza. Dude may, dude may lose his job here in about two months. And uh, I am all for it. I'm also all for everybody here. Liking this video. Everybody right now, there's 150 of you. First of all, thank you so much. Like this video. Helps the YouTube algorithm. Share it out. Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast on your phone. We are back tomorrow, myself and Bo Brock, to continue the reaction as the Arizona Cardinals continue to whittle the sucker down en route to the 53-man roster next weekend. Check out gophnx.com, the PHNX merchandise locker, Breaking news is so fun, Um, even if you're Devon Kennard. I uh, I hope you land on your feet, my man. It's not fun when you lose your job, but, I mean, it's good for our show, good for our content. So be sure to like, subscribe, (laughs) leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts, and we will be back. Mañana. Peace, everybody. Thanks.